Hello and welcome to another episode of the English Waffle. My name is Mike, and in each episode, Owen and I do a bit of waffling about a particular chosen topic. In this week, I bring on a guest to the podcast, Paulina. Paulina is from uh, Poland, and she has a brilliant platform and website called Polski Daily, which uh, teaches students from all around the world the Polish language. Now, why are we talking about Polish language, you might be thinking, on the English Waffle? Well, uh, since I am about to start learning Polish, uh, or taking Polish classes myself, I discovered Paulina via YouTube, and uh, I am about to start one of her courses. So I thought it would be a good chance to talk to her about what she uh, is trying to do with Polski Daily, And in our discussion, we, first of all, we discovered that we're both learning a common language, which is neither Polish nor English. So that's quite early on in the conversation. And then our conversation steers towards tips for language learning, bits of advice that we both have uh, for learners, and also what we're trying to do with the English waffle around language. Listen right to the end, where Paulina reveals why listening to native speakers uh, can be tricky, just because of the amount of fillers that we use in the language which don't necessarily mean too much, but can throw you off guard in your listening. And I'll be back at the end, but in the meantime, sit back, enjoy the conversation, and happy waffling. Welcome to the English Waffle, where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough that listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in for ten whole earth in minutes of English listening. I've watched a couple of your your videos. The first one I dived in straight at the, in the deep end, I suppose. But I listened to uh, uh, one about uh, funny Polish words, <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed that that episode. Do you remember any of them? <laughs> I can remember the English. I remember it was one was the paradise of the feet, where the roish I, I, I can't remember the word itself, but the, the word for tights. Rajstope. Uh, <laughs> which I thought was really good. Who comes up with such words? Like, there must be some origin of such a word, right? Like, someone says, like, okay, it's like paradise and feet, perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so tell, tell us why, why you came up with, with Pols Polski Daily. Um, so, so Polski Daily is is a in in my my words it's a a, a platform to learn Polish. Um, exactly, it's it's a platform with different kind of resources from podcasts and stories. I try to combine things that I enjoy making and which I find useful for students because, like first of all, like I myself. I love learning languages and I learn different languages. So I kind of have experience of a learner and I 
somehow use it this intuition to make something that I would like to have, especially because of Arabic. I think that Arabic is very important here because there's I study Arabic, but not the standard classic uh, um, Arabic, but Egyptian Arabic. And there's so few resources that I always imagine what I need, what I wish existed. And then I create it in Polish. Sometimes it's already existed, but well, I, can, I make it my way. Yeah. Um, sure. So, so how, how long have you been studying Arabic for? Um, too long. <laughs> <laughs> too long because like I don't speak it fluently. It's extremely mm. complicated and demanding language. And I would have to like, I feel that if you want to learn Arabic and speak it very well, it has to be your main hobby. It's yeah. like, um, yes. I also want to learn other things in yeah. my life. Yeah. 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 So four years, I would say. Okay. So it's, I'm, I'm sort of two or three years into my Arabic as well. Yeah, really? But which one? Fusha? Um, Fusha. Yeah. Although I, I, I did spend time in living in Morocco um, mm. for, for three months, um, living with a Moroccan family. Uh, um, but it's incredibly difficult Arabic because you have, you have these different... You have your standard fusha and then and the different dialects and it's 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 focusing i think having to focus on one in particular yes. um makes yeah. it makes it challenging yeah it depends on your um, on your goal right like my husband is egyptian and my sole goal is to talk to his family i don't need to read quran and i don't need to uh, read uh, news and so on hmm. yeah. and what for you has been the so you you said that you didn't really have many resources that that were useful to you in your arabic what was the what was the gap then between that and real life what was the like mm, so I, I suppose maybe a good place to start is what we're trying to do with the english waffle mm -hmm. is is to give listeners a better idea of how language is actually spoken um, mm -hmm. in the textbooks it's very clear predictable and um, stable in terms of the language um, there's a wonderful metaphor from a, a linguist called Richard Caldwell and he talks about this idea of, lang of, of words being either in the greenhouse or in the garden or in the jungle. And he talks about words being in the garden as being perfectly, in the greenhouse, sorry, as being perfectly ordered. And we speak, uh, each word is given its own space. Um, so, for example, a common phrase might be, that you hear in London a lot. Unfortunately, there are lots of homeless people. So you might hear, um, uh, have you got any change? Have you got any change? Now, in the greenhouse, that would be said, have you got any change? Perfect, but nobody speaks like that. In the, in the garden, still the words are kind of together and it looks very pretty. And you might get the odd drop, dropping of a T, have you got any change? Have you got any change? But actually the jungle is where it really, this is where language happens. So it comes out as, have you got any change? Got any change? And 
I suppose our, our aim really in the Linglish Waffle is to show listeners uh, just how messy and chaotic language can be without making them feel, ah, I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. It's more just um, showing them that through exposing them to how language actually works is is a good step in raising awareness i suppose that's our aim really i agree i agree like there are so many students who i i always remember the story of um, my friend who was very good in english and um, she was like the best in the class and then she went for holidays to the uk to spend with her brother who lived there and she said she didn't understand a word and she was so upset and so demotivated and so like I got all the best grades but that's it's all the exposure thankfully we live in such times when you can connect with other people online and you can have language partners you can listen to podcasts there are so many wonderful uh, ways to 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 learn what you just said this kind of jungle um, way of learning Um, and yeah like I believe that's why podcasts are my favorite source of, of learning I like um, maybe my speaking won't improve that fast with listening to podcasts, but at least you're able to um, to get used to the real sound, which is like in the books. Like, like for beginners, I understand. I also try to slow down in my podcasts or my recordings because, like, we don't want to scare anyone, right? You don't want to like make people like, wow, that's so that's impossible. Mm, but with time, it's like the level has to grow yeah I, I think there's a at, at, right at the beginning we have to have that raft something to cling on to some confidence building um, to give us hope <laughs> yes yeah that's why I always advise a lot of, of my students to mm, that it's a there's like a very common very popular way of learning who like students learn like learners read online that you have to start speaking from lesson one um and a lot of people believe and it works for some easier languages i don't know if it works with english because i I didn't learn this way but with polish it it can be discouraging to be honest because you you can learn some basic words from your girlfriend or from your partner or from whoever but then you will somehow um get the mistakes as well and you will you will only copy what they said and you will be not able to to have a fluent conversation at least that's that's what i um i get from the students who tried this method and then they get corrected because polish people are also not used to foreigners speaking polish so they keep correcting or they keep switching to english which is extremely frustrating they are not very actually um learning friendly people <laughs> So it can be it can be tough this way. I mean, I think there are a number of things that are, are key, are critical for successful language learning. But I think one of them is being persistent to tell people, "I'm learning. Uh, can you speak slower? Or can you speak? Can we speak in the target language? Can we speak in Polish? Can we speak in English?" I think for me, that's that's a, a critical one. What 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 tips have you have, have you come up with since doing Polski Daily? What what tips for the language learner would you say, kind of? As you said, like the persistence for me is actually 
the key and I love like there, there's a book called the power of habit I read it like two years ago or something and it was like wow that's exactly what happened even if your memory doesn't work the habit of like repeating and doing things regularly yeah. will bring you to your goal and um, I noticed from all my experience as a teacher as well that a lot of people have this kind of huge goal and like okay so tell me when I'll be fluent and my yeah. depends on you right and don't don't think about being fluent think about yeah. being on a2 or next goal and like your first conversation your first podcast that you completely understand like give yourself the small goals and just milestones not the full fluency dream it's too much i totally agree i totally agree just mm -hmm. realistic goals which you can measurably achieve is a really good place to start yeah. um, do it every day you have to do something every day even if you're like very tired do at least your duolingo which is like a game and like you can you can enjoy it more you can make some silly sentences like why did my grandma eat my <laughs> duck uh, <laughs> something it's uh, sometimes it's so hilarious um yeah and i i also believe in something that not everyone does a lot of people find it's it's boring but i believe in writing because not always you have a chance to speak to people but um, and you you can always like um, um listen and read a lot and usually people are much stronger in reading and listening than speaking and writing then um writing can give you a little bit more time to think about your grammar your vocabulary when you create something in the new language well during speaking you have to be um, very fast and um, and then you you feel like at least i feel that after the conversation i have like wow i knew this word or like why did i make this stupid grammar mistake well in writing you can correct it and you can prepare I, I, I think for me, writing is a good way of giving life to a, like a list of um, a verb list. Like, for example, on your on Polsky Daily, you very helpfully put some of the key uh, modal verbs that we that you use in Polish. So, moje um, moje to be able to is it moje. Moc is the infinitive, but moge, moje. Moge, moje. And then the verb to be and, and this kind of thing. For me, just writing down some sentences which relate to my life is super important. So, you know, um, jestem mesczesny, jestem in angielsku, whatever it is but relate to me, um, that's, that's, I've found helpful. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like own it. This is your new language. Use it, make it a, this is like your new tool and something to talk about your own life. Um, yeah. Not the, the characters of the book. It's not that important. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Just allowing things to happen. Exactly. Um, what's, what's surprised you most along the way? If it's been, Three years, I think, four years that you've been doing the project? Mm, um, a little bit more than three. Mm -hmm. Yes. So could you repeat your question? I'm sorry. I didn't... Sure. What, what's, um, you, since starting with the, with the idea of, of Polsky Delhi, what, what's been surprising for you along the way? What have you learned most that perhaps you didn't think would be the case? For me, for example, it's just how many 
how many mistakes native English speakers make. You know, <laughs> it's like we have this idea that people are per that English speakers are perfect. I'm not. When I speak English, I make mistakes or I change direction. A lot of the time I start saying one thing and then I move and it can be really confusing for listeners because listeners, because we don't speak like radio performers all the time. We don't have a script. Mm -hmm. And that for me has been probably my biggest um, thing that I've learned since doing the podcast is that language is quite messy and kind of takes you in different directions sometimes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's true i noticed that like um, a few months ago i started doing this small project within polski daily it's called real talks with poles and i just interviews i interview polish people like about like very basic topics did you listen um you've inspired uh, me to do the same you've totally inspired me so uh, cool. thank you yeah <laughs> yeah i like when i write the transcripts of this of this talk i'm like we use so many fillers if i really i could strip this dialogue of half of the content and it would have the same meaning a lot of people use this kind of um and these words don't mean anything sure. <laughs> just like like it's like our language is faster than our brain um, and we have to speak not to make this weird sounds of like um, and that's it, it, they are useful to learn because then you sound more fluent even if you don't know so many words if you use this kind of fillers you will like cheat a little bit absolutely absolutely welcome to the english okay so i hope you enjoyed that conversation uh between myself and paulina for me it was a real pleasure to talk to paulina about the polsky daily project discovering that uh, we've got some common aims with our projects with uh, the English Waffle as well and and also the common struggles that, that we'll all face learning a new language it doesn't really matter what the language is but uh, we're all going to have the same struggles but also the same tips and strategies to to overcome the struggle and Paulina talked about the power of habit in particular, which was uh, a very interesting one. Um, so at this point, it's again the time to remind you that we have a, uh, a tools to help you with your comprehension and your listening. Go to the website englishwaffle.co.uk to look at the transcript of this conversation. So everything that was, was in this conversation is, has a written transcript, so you can check your understanding. And there's also quizzes that you can do, you can follow to check if you understood things. Look out for an email from us before Christmas, which will be, give details of a Christmas special that we're going to be hosting towards the end of December. Uh, where we hope that listeners from around the world will be able to join in and reflect on what a tumultuous year it has been for all of us. That's it from me this week. I hope you're well in podcast land and take care of yourselves and your family and friends and speak to you soon. Happy waffling! Welcome to the English Waffle where we'll talk about random stuff. 
will take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough that listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in. Pretend all earth in minutes of English listening.